Hey everybody, I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Hey everybody, it's Marty Dodson and Clay Mills. We're with you here in the Songtown stream yard on a stormy day in Nashville. Is that uh, like the backyard, Marty? The, the kinda, it's more like the bat cave, I think. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, we, today we want to talk about something. We had a question in the Songtown mailbag about song starts or... Uh, open second verse, pitching, things like that. There's several different names for it. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, essentially it's starting a song, maybe giving a verse and a chorus, not having a second verse or anything beyond, and then pitching that idea around to artists. And so this happens a lot in the Christian music world uh, where they'll start songs, they'll pitch it around a bunch of different artists, try to get somebody interested in it and the artist would come in and, and help finish that song uh, maybe make you know personalize it a little more to them but instead of pitching a completed song and hoping that the artist likes it they uh, will pitch this song start so clay what are your thoughts on that just as a practice and uh, how you've seen that applied you know i think it you're right it started big time in christian music and now we're hearing that more and more country artists are digging that approach. And I think it's, you know, in a lot of ways, it's just a sign of our times. I think artists are busy from the time they get up in the morning, they're posting on social media, they're doing radio interviews, they're touring, they're shooting video. I mean, the life of an artist is so much busier than it used to be. Yeah. So as a songwriter, if you can make the artist's job a little easy, easier by sending them a song that maybe you've started a chorus on or you've you've done the verse and chorus and you say hey do you want to jump in on this and finish the second verse with me and i think that's a great way for a lot of artists to um, put their imprint on a song but not be there for the whole entire process and i th- and i think it's it's cool too because if you're writing a song you know, having that artist jump in on the second verse allows you to tailor that idea specifically to that artist in the second verse, right. where many times a song gets more specific in a second verse or goes deeper into the, that story in the second verse. So I don't know. It has a, its pros and cons, but I think from an artist standpoint that it's got a lot of pluses for them just because it saves them so much time in their busy schedule. Yeah. You know, and I think it's really a practice that songwriters have done forever because I mean, my whole career, if I was going to write with an artist, I probably would have several things started that so that when they came in the room, we could pretty really efficiently go, Hey, we've got these ideas started, you know, do you like any of these? And then they could jump on it and we could finish it quickly. So, but I think the newer component of that is that of publishers pitching part of a song instead of of going around pitching a demo of a whole song. They're just pitching this idea. But, you know, I mean, I knew 25 years ago, there was a a friend of mine who would, would literally, she was good friends with uh, a big artist manager and she would call up this manager and go, Hey, what do you think about this? You think he would like this, you know, and she would actually get feedback before she finished the song 
from somebody in the camp, you know, so that that was kind of another variation of that. I think, you know, if, if I'm trying to write a song for a particular artist, I have to be really educated about what that artist wants to say in order to have a complete song that the artist is going to go, yeah, that's exactly what I want in my concert, you know, or on my record. But if I have part of a song and the artist comes in on it and is involved in it, then I have a much greater likelihood of it being a a perfect fit because they can tell me, you know, I don't like that line in the first verse or this piece doesn't fit me so well, you know, and they can really help tailor it to them. So, you know, it has a lot of advantages um, to to work in that way, whether you're the songwriter or whether you're a publisher pitching, just getting that buy-in from the artist is important, I think. Yeah, and if you're a songwriter and you have an opportunity to write with an artist today, you better bring in some starts. But here's the here's the thing. I would much rather an artist come in and say, oh, I got this idea that I want to write and chase that because they're way yeah. more invested. They're way more invested and likely to cut a good song that you've written where they come in with and they feel like it's their idea, yeah. you know. But if that doesn't happen, that's where you need to have your trove of ideas that you can present to the artist. Whoa, trove. That's the word for the, <laughs> the, word for the day, kids, trove. If you don't know what it means, go look it up in, in your dictionary. Your treasure yeah, trove of, of ideas. ideas. Yeah. You know, a, a couple years ago I was writing, I wrote four songs with a, a major artist. And two of those songs were his ideas. Two of the songs were my ideas that I kind of like convinced him were great. And so we, you know, he went along with me and wrote, we wrote them. But when it t- came time to cut the record, he cut the two that were his ideas instead of mine, you know? Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think that goes back to your point. It's like, if, if it's their idea, it's something they're really invested in. It's something they want to say, and maybe they've had it in their trove for a long time they've been waiting for you to write it with them and uh, so they pull that out of the trove just for you that that's a great moment because you you know that artist is excited about that idea already you know i think we need to start a new tradition on this podcast word of the day yeah word of the day and the next (laughs) time we do this i'll have like some kind of sound effect and then we'll if somebody throws out throws out a word that's not normal vocabulary, then we'll just ring the little bell and <laughs> there that'll be the w- word for the day. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. We, <laughs> we can not only educate about songwriting, we can educate about vocabulary, which is, you know, you get a bonus. When you listen to Song Town on songwriting, you never know what area of learning you might fall into. So today oh, man. it's vocabulary and songwriting. So let's talk for just a minute about you know, the, the approach to song starts, you know, you said when you go in and write with an artist, you should have some song starts. So what would be your method of figuring out what kinds of things to start for any given artist? Okay. Any song, no matter what you're doing, you need to start with an idea that is unique and interesting. If you're bringing in a generic idea, it's, it's hard to get on an artist album with just average ideas. You need to have something that that record company wants to invest a million dollars in shooting a video and promoting that song to radio. If you don't, 
um, have that interesting art, you know, idea. It's going to be hard to convince a record company to do that. The other way, having an interesting idea like uh, Songtown members Sarah Davis and Gail, they came up with the idea ABCDEFU. That was a unique, interesting idea that spoke on TikTok. It blew up because people were like, oh my gosh, they, I can't believe they said this. And it, it, that, that's the other avenue that you have at your disposal. But either case, if you're going to blow up on streaming or if you're going to go the traditional route where you've got an artist signed to a label and, and they're looking for singles, either one of those cases, you've got to start with an interesting idea. And then once right. you get past once you get past the interesting idea, I think your objective is to start that verse and chorus where it's universal, where everyone can relate to it. And then for me, that allows when I'm writing that second verse with the artist or the producer, then it allows to get a little bit more personal in that second verse to that artist. And so you still have a universal song but you can tailor it to that artist in the second verse. Yeah. And the, you know, the one thing I would add to that is that I think it's important to research that artist. Um, yes. the, uh, this week in one of my master classes I'm teaching, um, someone said, I was talking about like, you need to understand how an artist speaks about love, for instance. So like, do they do romantic love songs or do they only speak about like love, uh, summer romance, things in the past, things that didn't work out. And somebody put it in a great way. They said, yeah, you need to know that artist's love language. And, and I think it's important to understand, you know, if, you, if you're writing with a particular artist, you need to, to study their music so that you know what kinds of things they say, what kinds of things they don't say. And then you can take that great idea you've got and you can kind of tailor it to that artist's language and their brand and you know what they do um and you can at least kind of get it in the ballpark of something you know that they would say if you're very familiar with it and one mistake i see a lot of people making is that they they kind of go in blind or they base something on what an artist did 15 years ago so like i have a song must be doing something right that billy currington had a big hit with people will come to me and go, Hey, I think this would be a great song for Billy. It's just like, you know, it's in the vein. It must be doing something right. And I'm like, well, that was a number of years ago. You know, he's not, if you listen to his current music, he's not doing that now, you know, as much, or they, with, with an artist like a Kenny Chesney, they may write a song about a beach and they think automatically because Kenny does songs that are kind of a beach lifestyle that he wants only songs about beaches, you know, that kind of thing, which is right. not, not the case. So it's really important to kind of educate yourself about the artists that you're, you're working with, you know, and those artists appreciate it also when you, when you come in knowing kind of what they've done and how they speak and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we had Sam Hollander on the podcast and man, he's written, you know, so many big pop songs, 21 pop hits. And he, made a whole point in that podcast of saying, do your research. He said he wants to know more about that artist when he goes in to write than they know about him. You know, yeah. he he wants to really get into it. And not only on the level of knowing the types of songs the artists do, but he's looking at, okay, 
their last hit was this. I want to write the sequel to that. Yeah. And I thought that was a great approach to to for him to, you know, take because you, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to write that next song in the artist's career, that sequel. Yeah. That's a, a treasure trove of knowledge right there. That that's a man. That's ding, a, ding 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 <laughs> ding ding ding. That's a, a treasure nugget. trove. There you go. That's a nugget of wisdom. Okay, Marty. So we're talking about treasure trove. Yes, we are. <laughs> we have a unique course, and this I just remember this would be a great time to bring it up. Once a year, we do a course called Writing for Recording Artists. And you literally do song starts. We bring in label artists. And we do three label artists every year, and they will go through and pick their favorite song starts, and you'll get a chance to write with them. So we'll put a link below in the description of this video. You can check out the course. Sign up. Um, last last year, we had Brandon Davis. He was on tour with Tim McGraw. He put out an album, and we have a Songtown member who has a song on that album. So it's, it's a lot of fun. And the artists love it because they get great ideas from the class. Yeah. So um, the artists we have, Darren Morris, who's a great Texas artist, does a lot of chart-topping songs in Texas. We've got Ellie Duke, that's a pop artist that is really breaking out. And we've got Chris Bandy, who's a Sony Nashville artist. So uh, you'll be doing song starts, like we've been talking about, for those artists. And uh, they're going to pick their favorite one and finish that song start with that writer. So writing with the artist gives you such a leg up when you, you know, when it comes time to get your song cut because they're, they're going to lean toward ones that they wrote. Yes, absolutely. Hey, Marty, let's talk about Sweetwater. Come on. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see behind me, I have a treasure trove of gear and it has, (laughs) it has all been purchased over probably the last 20 years from Sweetwater. Um, the, they're great guys, great customer service, great girls there too. I'm not yeah. not saying it's all guys there. They're, it's <laughs> an equal opportunity Sweetwater. And so check out Sweetwater. We have um, usually have a link below um, to Sweetwater. They're a great company. And yeah. I'm proud to, to have them as a sponsor. Absolutely. All right, take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. And with another word... Coming at you next <laughs> next time. Take care. Oh, the pressure's on. That's right. Cheers. See ya.